Hey, what's good, everybody? Welcome back. I'm Elston. Why, hello, everyone. I am Ashley. And welcome to Speaking Our Language. Yeah, so he says, Speaking Our Language. (laughs) (laughs) All right, usually, if you're new here, we start off with some check-ins. So today, we're going to do a little differently. Ash, instead of just saying how you are, what's something you're grateful for? What am I grateful for? I'm grateful to honestly have God in my life. I think this weekend really just showed that God is constantly working and constantly Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. showing up in our lives in little ways that lead to like a bigger end goal and a bigger Mm. purpose. Mm. And honestly, yeah, this weekend definitely just (laughs) opened my eyes that my God is here. He is here to help. He is here to guide. He is here to love. He is here to protect. And I wouldn't have wanted that any other way. So I think that's what I'm grateful for. Elston, what are you grateful for? Listen, I'm over here making that face like, mm. you know what I'm saying? When you hear a hard bar, she's like, that. That, not, that resonated deeply. Um, you know, always giving praise and shout out to God. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I love him, you know what I'm saying? But um, I'm really thankful for my family. I'm thankful to be back in New York to chill with them. Um, we were making some, like, family commitments to stay healthy and, you know what I'm saying, just get to this money and all the rest of that. So I'm really thankful to be back and just, like, I've been baking cupcakes with my mom and stuff. We went what kind of cupcakes? Like, all right, so... You know, it's something basic, red velvet, but I don't. Okay. okay. Y'all can, I'm going to get some flack for this. It's cool. Um, <laughs> I don't like whipped cream frosting like that. Like, that's not my thing. So I did buttercream, which is like, I feel like have it's you, fair. Wait, but have you tried, you got to try, it's, it's like, is it cream cheese frosting that goes on red velvet? It That'd is. That'd be bomb. That'd be bomb. <sighs> it's like, I just... I don't know. Something about the flavor is a little too sharp mm. for me. It's a little too. You know, you just much. haven't gone to the right spot. But I'll it's okay. Cry when it. I get back to New York, <laughs> I'm gonna take you around, and we are gonna get your desserts right. But I'll cry. Y'all I come for him in the really, comments. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> I really don't like red velvet that much. It's like it was cool when you first had it. Like you know when you first had it in fourth grade, and you're like, oh wow, a different cake. And then it's like, all right, <laughs> I'm over this. I'm <laughs> so, over this. That's fair. Yeah, I feel that. But you know, this week, um, the topic is navigating is our self awareness. Oh, yes, okay. he said oh okay. No, you, yep, you, he you. said it, I'll follow. <laughs> <laughs> navigating self awareness. And with this coming off of last week's episode where we talked about navigating our blackness, we really did talk a lot about like accountability amongst, you know, black men and black women and like different and everyone just in different ways we can hold the people around us accountable in regards of how we are talking about interacting or potentially like degrading other engaging whatever with other people or with other people within our community and we just felt like it would be right to make sure that we take a little bit more personal look at look at it look at yourself yes (laughs) it's really easy to hold others accountable but how do you hold yourself accountable i'm saying it's easy to be like i'm gonna cancel you but did you cancel yourself yeah like are you holding that mirror up to yourself and being like "Ooh, my shit kind of stank too like you know like (laughs) (laughs) like like, are we being that's real that's real so the best way we felt that 
this whole segment or this episode should go is by, you know, doing something that we all probably have done in the past, which is stating what our strengths and weaknesses are. And me and Elston, like, as we, you know, talk about our own and then we kind of check in to see if we think like we're in alignment on each other's we want you guys in the comments to tell us what you think one of your strengths are and one of your weaknesses are all right elson you ready do you want to go first you want me to oh i see i listen but i heard is asking am i ready i knew she was gonna say (laughs) i think you should go first i knew she was gonna offer me do you want me me to go first or do you want to go first i gave you the option this time you did, you did, but you prefer that I go first, though, would you? Not. Yes, that's <laughs> exactly. true. That's true. <laughs> See, I know you. All right, so I'm gonna go with. Okay, you want the strengths first, or do you want the? Well, this is you're talking first? about yourself first, and then you're then we'll talk about me. Yeah, no, and I am. I'm like, yeah. Do you want me to tell my weaknesses what, first, or what my do strengths? What you feel first? comfortable doing? Um, I. I'm gonna get my I'm gonna get my weaknesses out the way. Okay, so this is this is how this, I know is, this is how it's gonna work. Elson's gonna say his weaknesses. And then I must say the weaknesses. I Should I say the weaknesses I have for you first? Or do you want to say your own weaknesses first? Uh, you can say yours first. You can say yours. Okay. I feel like we should say what we think each other's are. And then the other person kind of corrects them or say if they're in alignment or not. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm going to just, listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come out with my right? <sighs> my time management isn't the greatest. I played that's like I thought nope. I was supposed to go first. How you go? Sorry, start? it's it's too late. I'm I'm ready on it. I procrastinate a lot. <laughs> I procrastinate a lot, and then wait. Let's see. Okay, okay. Let me tell you something. Right. Mm, justification. My weaknesses. No, 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 no. It's not justification. It's explanation and clarification. So, <laughs> so it's like my weaknesses all go together because it's like I'm a perfectionist. So. I want everything to be perfect. So that was one of my weaknesses. My last weakness is like I second guess. And I have like a need for assurance that comes from like me being a perfectionist. So me being a perfectionist leads me to want things to be perfect. So I'm always looking for something perfect. But then you realize there's no, that that's, doesn't exist. Perfect. So then I'm always looking for perfect and it pushes me to procrastinate. Then once I procrastinate, my time management is just off the charts wild. So it's just like, I can give you high quality, but at like... <laughs> the expense of myself, my mental state, and just, like, everyone around me. It's just, like, it's not good. So, I'm, like, I'm really working on time management. I'm about to schedule a lot of stuff. I'm a planner. I'm writing my goals down each day, each night for the next day. And it's actually, though, if I'm being real with y'all, it actually has been, like, quite helpful, especially in quarantine. Like, being able to visualize your goals on paper and to, like, strategize, like, how you're going to get there, that has been extremely helpful. So Ash, what do you, what do you think about my weaknesses? What did you have? I mean, I'm in, I'm, in, I'm intrigued to know. I had time management as number one. Yikes. <laughs> okay. But you're working on it. I, that that but, was a given. Yeah. That was a given. Like who's I you fooling? Know, like you I know mean, what I'm saying? We're, you're working on it, so like it's okay. You know, it's like okay. where we started when we started this podcast to now. We've we've grown, and it's mm-hmm, been mm-hmm. how many three weeks? Oh. I mean, it's been months, but since actually recording. We have grown. So, you know, while it may be a weakness, it's also, you know, we're working on it. And then, you know, and then weakness number two, I only could come up with two because I wasn't like the perfectionist crossed my mind, but I was just like, it has its pros and its cons to Mm -hmm, both, mm -hmm. you know, because you just like high quality. So I didn't. And I just like that's an easy one that everyone picks. So I was like, I just I'm just not going to put it. 
So I said indecisiveness. Ooh, and that's a good one. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, that's, ooh. Elson yeah, okay, is very indecisive, and that kind of correlates to being, like, nitpicky. Because um, <laughs> he wants something one way, one day, or one version of something. And then he sees, he's like, well, what if it's this way? And then it's like, you do a whole other version of it. And he's like, well, maybe we should go back to this. And it's like, sir, Yikes. like we don't have all day, you know? Yikes. People who have worked with me creatively are probably <laughs> saying scream right now. Especially my neos. I know they know for sure. I'd be like that. I'd be like, oh, yeah, actually, they'd be like, so what do you want? And it's like, I'm the type of person, like, I, don't, I don't know what I want until I see it. So I know like, mm. I can be very annoying like that because it's like, I don't know exactly what I want, but I know what I don't want, which is like <laughs> probably not the best because like, once I see it, I'm like, mm, that's not it. And then people are like, so what do you want? And it's like, I when I come across it, in some I'll be cases, sure to let you know. It works. In others, it's like, that's you true. Know that's true. This is not gonna. This that's is not true. Gonna that's true. I'm trying. I'm trying to work on that. I'm trying to work on that. I know. I, I, I definitely, definitely see it, and I, I give you your props for that. For thank trying. you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> All right. You want to you want to say your weaknesses? Ooh, I actually. Okay, I guess I can say mine. What are you ain't come up with none? Because if you didn't come up with none, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Actually, it was easier for me to think of weaknesses than it was for me to think of strengths. But yes, okay. I feel like it's just easier because you're just so like accustomed to like thinking of like where you may be falling short. Some for some people, not all. But for me, I said my weaknesses is one controlling. I like things a certain way often. And I'm sorry. I always have like good. <laughs> no, I'm so sorry. I have good keep going, intentions. Keep going. I have good intentions, but like, especially in regards of like business or like home decor or like, <laughs> I mean, I feel like I'm very flexible when it comes to food and a lot of different things, but when it comes to like my space, I am very, like, I like it a certain way. So I'm definitely working on that. I would say too, like my lack of patience, like I don't have like a high patience for like just nonsense like oh, okay. i feel like i have patience to like hear people out and mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. be there for people and things like that but like nonsense or like excuses i don't have patience for again and that goes back to controlling of like if i could have gotten it done like you should have been able to like i just don't have patience for that type of thing and then also i said this is a weakness but people usually probably wouldn't think about this I would say that I wear like my emotions on my face when I'm like angry, when I'm frustrated, annoyed. I wear it on my face. It just, what is it, projects everywhere and can just change the vibe. So I I said those are like my weaknesses as of right now. Elson probably has a whole different No, not even. It was really hard to come up with a weakness for you. (laughs) I was asking earlier, I was like, "Mm, are pet peeves weaknesses? Not that they're my pet peeves. I'm just saying I could see how this could be, you know? So. We were in alignment for one of them. I said, you're anal about the small things and you like it your way. It's, it's not a bad it's not a bad thing. But there are things that she likes done in a particular way. And I'm like, okay, no, I'm going to make sure to do it. Um, and then the, the last thing is not bad either. It's like, if she's, if I can tell she's like getting frustrated or off the back of like wanting things her way, she'll explain the very fine details of how to do something. So I'm like, no, I know how to do that. She's like, okay, make sure you export it. When you export it, go to file and go down to export. Okay, do you see export? Okay, and then go over and then 
press. It's yeah, just like there's no confirm. room. I don't give any room for error. <laughs> like, yeah, like, she's just like, I don't want you to mess up, so I'm going to give you the whole manual, the whole procedure of how to do it. And I'm like, got it. So I'm just like, I'm like, I, I know how to export. I've been exporting for a couple weeks now. And he's so kind. Like, he's so patient because I literally would be like, okay, like, have you checked this? Did you check that? Like, we can mess up. Like, then, you know. No, but it's, 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 it's healthy. It's like, it's fun. Like, we make it, we make it a joke now. Like, now it's a joke. Like, so, yeah. But on these strengths now, yes. let's talk about let's talk about these strengths. Oh, strengths. Okay, Elston, you start. Okay. Let me hear your strengths, sir. So I feel like my strengths are, I put strategic, analytical, and creative. So that was, that was my that was me. That's why I thought about my okay. my strengths. I can see that. I put for me towards you. I said creative. I said knowledgeable, nice. and I said compassionate. Oh, that's the word that I was gonna use oh, for you. Oh, really? <laughs> I, no, I swear, I swear, but I um, I swapped it out for authentic. It's not my. T- oh, is it my turn yet? I guess. I mean, we you know we, we end up we doing the, you my co-host, so we just oh. gonna flow and go. You know okay, what I'm saying? Okay, that's fair. That's so, fair. Wow, I like authentic. It starts with an A. Yes, and then I also put that you were. Because <laughs> my name is Ashley. I didn't know how to say this. Like your aesthetic, you know. So, this goes into like a strength, like just even like speaking our language. Ash has been very really heavily involved in choosing like our aesthetic layout for like instagram so if you go and check like there's a lot of thought put into the colors fonts like the whole brand architecture is <laughs> ashley like she's over that and then off of that she's very organized so she's like very driven and is very like down to like the way you put bullets <laughs> on the agenda she's like da, da, da. indentation <laughs> See, <laughs> the funny thing structure is, and i'm like <laughs> I'm just putting things down on I, the paper. Like, yeah, I can't is, be bothered. It just, it just brings me so much joy when there's, like, the nice, cir- like, the circle bullets, like, and they just indent to, like, the next type of, cir- like, bullet, and it just makes things way more cohesive. And I don't try to impose people to do it. I'll do it. But I enjoy it. And mind you. <laughs> no, that's that's fair. You, that's fair. She'll do it. She'll definitely do like, it. Like, I'll do it. And then also, like, okay, I don't like Arial font not the biggest fan of times new roman so i always use like i think it's called like playful or like it's Playfair play display, display mm-hmm. because i just like how it looks better anytime i open any doc so like again aesthetic is always on my mind but yes oh wow thanks for these strains i like authentic okay wow. so what did you say for your strengths wow. what did you think your strengths were what did i say for my strengths i said i feel like i'm outgoing slash like kind-hearted mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I said that I'm understanding. I feel like I, I... I can see that. I can see that. I try. You definitely are. I try to be occasionally. And I would say that I'm um, creative too. Yes, yes, definitely. I would definitely say that. Creative is like... It's, you know, creativity looks so different for so many people. And I think that's like the fun part about it is about finding your gifts and seeing how you can make the best of what God gave you. Mm-hmm. And how so you like, can... That's dope collaborate with other people and that all goes to like knowing your gifts knowing where you fall short makes it easier when you're collaborating with other people and it's like collaboration is basically rooted in self-awareness and knowing what you bring Mm -hmm. to the table so you know taking the time to really like look at and reflect on yourself even the people around you in a healthy way um, will only make it you a better asset to whatever team business friendship relationship even off the back of like knowing what you're good at it's also good to know what you're not good at so you can bring people onto your team and collaborate people who Mm. don't have necessarily the same strength as you because like it's important to Mm -hmm. not just be around always like the same 
like-minded people. I would say more so like you wouldn't be around people who have similar values as you, but I don't think, you know, like-minded exactly. is actually the best. It can be definitely dangerous. And even still, trying to work with others who might be stronger in something you're weak at, you definitely need to have confidence. It's like, yeah. it's great for collaboration, but you can't let your ego and pride get in the way. Cause like, if you're not so strong and that person is doing like, you know, their thing, you're like, ah, and it's like, some people like would rather just work by themselves than to like, like, I'm mean, say some people come like, I'm excluding myself. And it's like, I definitely have to get over that. Like, ah, you're not working with this person. Cause you feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like at, we all fall to the pride. Yeah, exactly. I think we should tell that like, cause I was, when we were talking about this earlier, I was like, what is the difference between ego and pride? Like at first I was like, aren't they're kind they kinda aren't the same thing. But I was like, let me find some definitions. So what did what did we do? Slush me because I'm O C D. I, you know, went to the Google <laughs> and I searched ego to get the definition and I feel like I want to share it with you guys just so you guys can know the difference for yourselves. So Ego. Ego is the part of the mind that meditates between the conscious and the unconscious and is responsible for reality testing and a sense of personal identity. And pride is a feeling or deep pleasure or satisfaction derived from one's own achievements, the achievements of those with whom one is closely associated, or from qualities or possessions that are widely admired. Mm, I definitely think ego is where I tend to struggle out of the two not saying currently but when i think back on my past i think ego gets in the yeah, way yeah facts nah definitely I, I can definitely think of times i'm like mm. if you weren't being full of yourself and like full of ego this could have turned out better because you would have asked someone who was better than you mm -hmm. to do it rather than trying to just do it yourself and i love that it says that ego is like responsible for reality checking and it's kind of like that's what hurts is when people check you on something like when people tell you hey you're not showing up and being the best friend you can be or hey you're not you know communicating enough or you're not doing this and it hits your like who you are as a person like your sense of self and it's like I'm I didn't know I was hurting you or doing this or that and it's like you really taking a stab at my ego and that's something like we all may struggle with like not saying like if you haven't already but in the future so I definitely think when it comes to self-awareness, it's definitely important to know the difference between ego and pride. No, I, I think also like, you know, the ego is like that false sense of self. And then the pride is like that feeling that you get from like, oh yeah, I'm proud. But then it's sometimes it can be too much. You know, they always say pride goes before the fall. And you definitely can start to see the signs when someone's becoming like too full of themselves. And it's like, ah, slow down speed demon. Cause you're, you're cruising for a bruising. Like, you're really going to go somewhere that you don't want to end up. And that falls similarly to, like, being cocky. You know, like, it's a thin line between being cocky and confidence. Or, or confident. I think that's also something. When have you, when did you feel like, all right, I'm, okay, like, you know, I'm feeling good about myself. And then it's like, all right, bet. I'm, this is too much. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling myself way too much. Or did anyone have to ever tell you that? Um, or, like, check you? Or... So if you didn't watch our live, like you would, if you did watch our live, then you would know that I used to do like gymnastics and I would cheer. Lead, oh, like, he was, oh, like, okay. I see you going. College. Shorty was backflipping. I, like, I was always backflipping and I felt like 
I knew I was really good at it and like, in high school on our like cheer team and stuff I was like one of the only people who could do it and there would come times where I'd become very I could see where I was crossing the line of being like humble and confident in my abilities and I was like kind of bragging mm-hmm. about myself you know so I, I, that's when the cocky line came and I was just like ooh, not a good trait you know like when people are cocky they want attention and slightly validation to like mm. solidify their qualities or qualifications versus when you're confident you already know and you're con- like you're comfortable in that space so i think that's what i that was a time where i like learned that i feel that something something you just said like made me think of a the differ the difference between cocky and confidence i think cocky also might be a thing where it's like I'm still comparing myself in relation to other people. So it's like, I'm cocky because I'm like, I feel mm-hmm. like I'm better than you or I'm better than anybody else. Like, it's always coming from, like you said, this place of, this comparative place to have to be like, okay, I'm better than you or whatever the case is. I think when it comes to confidence, it's like, all right, cool. You can be, you might be better than me, but that don't matter to me because mm-hmm. I'm, I like what I do. And I do, the, I do. And what I bring to the And table. what I bring to the table. And I do it the best way I can. And I do it in a way that no one else can do it. So it's like, mm-hmm. you do what you do, I do what I do, and I'm happy with that. You don't got to, like, you know, you're not trying to outdo the next person. You're just trying to do the exactly. best that you can do, and you're, like, very satisfied with that. You're content with that. Cocky's like, yeah, I'm better than all y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't touch me. And it's like, you know, it's, we, we, it's definitely a generation we laugh at that kind of stuff, you know, having that bravado, like, you know, it's cool. But then I think once it stops to really be, like, a facade, then that's when it gets really, like... Oh, like you're really hard to exactly. work with. You're really hard to be around because, like, you are so self absorbed. Know how to hold yourself accountable or check yourself. You know that cockiness will just continue to grow bigger and bigger, and you'll be turned into that person that nobody wants to be around. That no one feels like can ever come off their high pedestal to, you know, I guess live with us normal folks type thing. So, Elson, <laughs> I want to ask you. Like, how do you check yourself um, and hold yourself accountable? You know, I would say moms are always good for doing that. Like, my mom would tell me real quick, like, yo, mm-hmm. what? <laughs> like, she'll just be like, you're talking about your... Like, if we're on the phone talking, she'll just be like, you're talking about yourself again. Okay. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, sorry. Um, so that's, like, one way. I think my parents definitely keep me grounded. They'll just be like, you know... My mom is like, she's such a sweet, meek person. So she's always like, be humble, be humble, be humble. And I've always, that's like kind of always been instilled in me. So I try to always check myself to be like, okay, mm. yeah, she might have this gift, but I also think about God can take it away just as quickly. And I think one thing that she told me, so small, but you know, when you're in like school and you're doing a test and the kid's like running up to like give the test in to be the first person. Mm-hmm. I was always like, my mom was like, you just never want to be too short because like, after, like, you know, I would, like, work on my test and be like, doing it at my own pace. And everyone would be like, I really passed that test. I really did. I, do, I really did. I, I know I got an A. And my mom was always saying, like, you just never want to be too sure. Like, always, you know, just be calm and kind of, you know, just hold it down a little bit. Like, you know? So mm-hmm. I would never try to talk about things until I actually knew about it. So I think that also kind of helped me to remind me to, like, just check myself. Just, like, don't speak too much about what you do. Don't speak too much of your movements. And I think that's what helps me out. Like I just try to do what I do for for the love of it, and I try not to do it for the satisfaction of other people. Yeah, and kind of what you're saying is kind of like 
you let your actions speak for themselves instead of yeah i try yeah yeah i like that that's you know that's it's, it's, not, it's not it's not always it's not always easy because sometimes like ever i could be that bug like you know sometimes you have actions and it'll feel like you're being overlooked like if you don't mm-hmm. I feel like especially like we have Twitter, Instagram, like social media, you'd be like you're doing the work, but because you're not glorifying it or amplifying it or always speaking like, Hey, look what I'm doing it's like it feels like you're not doing anything or it feels like your work that you're doing is not being appreciated. Yeah, or seen. Yeah, and, and that's I'm, I'm not gonna lie, like we're all humans. Sometimes that's definitely hard to me when you especially when you feel like you're doing really good work or you feel like you're really putting in mm-hmm. and you're really doing something. But I think the way that I've been and able to really trip like trying. Mm-hmm. And like performing and succeeding, and it's like, sometimes it's nice to have validation. Not saying it's a requirement or like reassurance that what we're doing, you know, isn't just going unseen. Affirmation is always nice, you know. Like it's always nice to be affirmed. So mm-hmm. when I say, "Oh, I, I see you," and you're doing well, Ooh, we should talk about love languages one episode. Speaking of our love languages, maybe. Yes, I like that. I think that'd be dope. Y'all let me know what y'all think. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I feel like. That, that's really real because when I think of that, I fall into that sometimes. Like, oh, they're not seeing what I'm doing. Like, I'm over here doing something new and innovative. And, you know, and it's like my dad just had to remind me, like, who are you, who are you doing it for mm-hmm. and why? And it's like, all right, if God's supposed to get the praise and all the glory, like, you're just a vessel. So I think that's also how I just keep reminding myself. It's like, yo, God should be getting all the glory from what I'm doing. Like, I'm just a vessel. Like, let me just play my position. So I think that's how... I, I feel that myself. and I feel like the fact that you brought up God made me think of how I check myself and I think it came once I realized the role that judgment was playing in my life growing up in church sometimes like you forget that God's the one who's supposed to be the only one to judge others and it can become easy to feel as though you have the right to judge mm-hmm. others because like you're in the church and stuff like that and I felt as though like there was times where I was a very judgmental person and I realized that I wasn't exempt from some of the stuff in which I was judging other people for and I think that once I like had that wake-up call on different occasions I was like oh Ashley you're not above anyone and while like these people may be sinning or doing things that you may not be doing like sins are all seen equally in God's eyes and like who am I to point out everyone else's flaws when I have my own set so I think understanding judgment like me judging someone and trying to play God was only hindering me from receiving his blessings I feel like I became very more aware of one when I didn't like or the feeling of what it Mm -hmm. felt like to be judged and making sure that I like would do a better job of not doing that to other people and I feel like that was like that's one of the ways or main ways that I check myself that's real no, no, that's, this is a great convo I'm really <laughs> feeling this and like all the questions you're posing like leave y'all comments in the, like, you know comment section on Instagram make sure you head to Twitter mm-hmm. you know tweet at us tweet about it um, yes. listen write it down in your journal reflect like Ooh. all the work is important Maybe we should do an Instagram post with a series of questions that people can add to their to write about in their journal, like journal that. prompts. I'm feeling that. Listen, mm. I know we halfway through. Mm. This is listen. So this is this is our halfway mark for season one. But just so you know, we already cooking for season two. Like it's in the works, and it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. Like it's gonna be wild. It's gonna be amazing, and we want all of y'all a part of it. So y'all better stay listening. You know, also on a, like on the. Topic of like 
self-accountability, something that was super hard for me was making boundaries. Like, Ash knows I'm super, super, mm. I think I just might come with my mom, just very meek and humble. My mom is very accommodating and self, she's very, like, enduring. Mm. So I feel like I got that. I'm like, yeah, selfless. I'm, like, very enduring and selfless. And I'm like, oh, no, it's fine. It's fine. Everything's like, it's fine. It's okay. And usually it really does be okay. I think maybe my toxic trait is that certain people won't have as much grace or patience as you show them. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, so not that I was looking for you to do it, but it's like, it's just, a, it'll just be annoying if I gave you a mile and you're only giving me 10 yards. Cause then it's just like, why is this even a problem right now? Like I, I would overlook this for you. So I think that was one of the things that I had to be to hold myself accountable. Like, no, you have to have boundaries in place. Exactly. The, the person, a person's going to treat you the way you allow them to treat you. So if you don't, if you don't want to be treated that way, that's not on them. That's on you to pronounce, hey, this is not okay, or I don't appreciate that, I don't like that. And it might be awkward at first, but I started to realize, like, nah, I had to have boundaries. And learn how boundaries. to say no and be okay. Yeah, that's saying no. I struggle with that. I don't know how to say no. I don't know how to say no. I always be like, Elston, are you sure? Like, <laughs> and he'd be like, I guess, I mean, we don't have to. We don't have to record today. I mean... You know, let's do cry. tomorrow. And it's just like, sir, just say, like, nah, I'm not with it. Because I know I'd be, I'd be like, mm, today's not going to And work. usually, I just, I try to be a, not a go with the flow type person, but I try to. Be flexible. Yeah, I try to position myself to make the least problems ever. So it's just like, uh, if, if, if this works, I can, uh, I can make it work. I feel like that's also an attitude I have. Always like, yeah. I can make it work. I can make it work. That it's make like, it work phrase you is don't just have like, to do that. It doesn't always have to work, have to do and it's okay if it doesn't work. That's facts. You know, claiming your space and your time, and saying, you know, I'm dedicating this time to myself, I think is important. So I think the boundaries you're in the process of building, in different friendships, relationships, you know, aspects of your life is going to be very helpful for you. I still feel like I bend, and I have a problem with boundaries, because I just feel as though. Like Elson was saying, it's just easier sometimes for me to just do things because I know like I can count on myself to get them done mm, instead of giving good. other people the space to do them and trusting that they can get it done, you know, and not using past like mistakes to hold it against people, but to like actually trust that by setting these boundaries that the people I am surrounding myself with will respect them. And if people don't respect the boundaries I set for the, my own personal health, then they don't need to be a part of my circle, you know, type thing. So I think finding boundaries, knowing, not saying abuse boundaries and be like, you know, I just, I need a week from doing any work. It's like, no, I claim the last hour of every night to X, Y, and Z to like read or watch my show. And that's where I'm not taking phone calls or whatever, like setting boundaries so that I can stay sane and continue to function at my highest capacity. Um, So I think boundaries are very, very important. And through trial and error, you know, you learn what your boundaries are. You are unlearning what boundaries you thought you had that actually led to unhealthy situations. But I had one question for you, though. I know we're talking about accountability and for everyone else, right? But this is me and you both. 
how do you hold yourself accountable when you break your own boundaries mm. or you go against your own mm. boundaries? Elston, you went against some tricky territory, sir. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Because nah, I'm, I'm still doing with mine. So yeah. I let myself get away. I just be like, well, buddy, go to sleep and try tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I, I mean, it depends because sometimes I feel like it depends on what category the boundaries fall in. When it comes to people and like relationships and friendships, I feel like my boundaries, they can fall down often to be accommodating for different situations. I think the only time I like really hold myself accountable is usually when it comes to like fitness or food. Like I'd be like, Ashley, you know, you shouldn't have been eating this. Like, you know, we need to make sure that we're, you know, drinking extra water, you know, tomorrow doing extra workout. So I feel like in that, like in fitness health wise, I hold myself accountable, but in like friendship relationships, I definitely can do a better job of sticking to my own boundaries that I set and like, like how we were talking about standing strong in those and not always like, like accommodate or being That's so nice to you. accommodate. When it comes to food, I'm going to eat that cookie. Then I'm going to have some cake. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm going to have the ice cream. <laughs> like Then I'm going to be like, mm, my guy, what are we doing here? <laughs> and then I'm gonna just be like, yeah, tomorrow. The, the, we start tomorrow. Working on tomorrow. Then I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do it tomorrow. I'm gonna, we we fix this tomorrow. Do it two days later, and I'm gonna just be like, listen. I just be in this loop of like, not doing it. But I think now I'm really trying to focus on my health, and I've just deleting distractions for me have been really great for boundaries, um, and just holding myself accountable. Mm-hmm. Again, writing, and then you know, some accountability mm-hmm. partners that's been really helpful. My issue is I'll beat myself up because I'm such a workaholic. I have boundaries around my work, like always produce the highest quality work you can do and work yourself till you can't work anymore. And then that's not the best because I then, I feel like I justify like, because I work so hard, I just let myself like, uh, just like do whatever in other areas of my life. Okay, because you work so hard, you deserve to just eat whatever you want to eat or you deserve to sleep at any other time. You deserve to just, you know, like, not clean your room for this next week and a half too because like oh but you're working so hard this like you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. i justify like me not taking care of myself because i'm working mm-hmm. so hard and i feel like that is a dangerous that trap is, that is we're catching it now people make sure every everyone who's listening watch that's, out you know we facts. gotta protect our and people that's something you definitely like you definitely have to unlearn oh, things, and you know? unlearning <laughs> like a trigger happy word unlearning my favorite but not so favorite word all right so it's important to learn, but unlearning is really important too. I, I don't know where I saw this at, but someone was like, on you know, New Year's, you make all these resolutions like, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And it's like, eh, that's cool, but it probably more beneficial if we take a look at the things that we're doing that we want to stop mm-hmm. doing. So I feel like that's one of the things now. I'm like, okay, I, want, I do want to learn these things. But I can definitely make progress as well mm-hmm. by unlearning some of the things that are holding me back. I don't always have to focus on acquiring. I can also focus on kind of diminishing what's already being a hindrance in my life. Mm. And that within itself is the main part of learning is like learning more about yourself to unlearn the things that are holding you back from reaching your full potential. Woo, that was a bar. Someone needed to write that shit down, okay? <laughs> Ashley oh, just crying. said, whoever just listened, write that down, okay? That's facts, that's facts. <laughs> no, like, but... Do what you must with that. Make sure you cite her, though. 
Yes. Save black women. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Okay, I can't I, listen. I'm saying save black women, but that's actually some. That's actually a real like movement on Twitter. So let me not even try to. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, let me not hey. try to call out when I'm co-opting as well. Look, you um, relate the message, and I say, yay! <laughs> 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 oh, cry, but. Even on that, too, unlearning is hard because going back to what you said about accountability and just having to learn more about yourself, sometimes it really comes with a form of constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. So when someone is telling you, hey, you know, you're in, you could do this better. Or, hey, you know, different people are, some people are nice when they give constructive criticism and other people are a little Not more coarse <laughs> with it, you know. Um, bit, um, but... Taking constructive criticism is always <laughs> taking constructive criticism is always a important part of self awareness and learning how to be uh, a better a better you. I think yeah, taking and also receiving the same like I'm not receiving taking and giving. Can I get this together? Like receiving <laughs> and giving constructive criticism is important, and that also goes to you. And I say that because I feel like it all goes to how you know yourself and know the other people you're giving it to. So like you knowing yourself, knowing that and this person and them giving you constructive criticism, you know, not to take it as personal, possibly, or to take it personal, depending on who the person is. But like learning enough about yourself to step outside of yourself, step outside of your ego to receive what they're trying to tell you is a hard task, but it's also very necessary. And then also receiving or giving constructive criticism is also a skill because you need to, it's important to know how the best way in which other people will receive what you're trying to say. Because you can try and yell at someone and nothing will change by giving them constructive criticism. Communication from last week. Exactly. And like understanding what's best for that person. Like the way in which like me and Elson give like constructive criticism to one another is different than how me and my mom may give constructive criticism like the ways in which you communicate different things to different people you can't do it's not going to always work giving the trying to do the same thing with everybody because everyone's different so acknowledging that and being self-aware that not everyone is the same and will receive your message the same is also an important element to learn okay so i'll give you for instance right when i try my hand at canva to make um (laughs) certain <laughs> graphics actually be like good job i really like the color of the background and i i really like the animation but then you know she proceeds into going with the constructive criticism that this could be better that could be better so also you know sometimes it definitely is easy to get caught up in like i just want to get this person my constructive feedback i just mm-hmm. want them to go but constructive feedback is just that it needs to be constructive so like you can give feedback that is critical, but you can still build someone up and tell them the things that they're doing well, mm-hmm. along with the things that they can improve on. Yeah, because so it was always a bashing over the head with, you know, you did this wrong, this wrong, this wrong. And you see that that's not helping that person not make the same mistakes the next time. Obviously, that approach isn't working. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's very important to be in tune with yourself and acknowledge, like how we talked about before, like, intention versus impact that goes the same way with like giving like criticism and receiving criticism from other people your intention may have been good when you were trying to say this but the impact didn't turn out like well that other person didn't receive that you know what else is funny one thing about 
And I want to take it a step further. Like, really being self-aware to really work on yourself. Because sometimes self-awareness can be used as sort of a manipulation type of thing. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, you know, you know, like, when some people, there's some people who are really in tune with themselves, that they know the good parts and they know the bad parts. But they're okay. comfortable with the bad, they're, they're comfortable with the parts they need to work on. Oh, so yeah. Like, say for they me, don't like, see time it as man- a problem sometimes. Right, you know what I'm saying? Same for me, time management. You told me, oh, you, t- you, like, you need to be better time management. It's like, oh, I already know that. <laughs> Like you're not really hearing my feelings by telling me that I'm going to be late because mm-hmm. I was going to do that anyway because that's just how yeah. I am. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, you telling me that, that isn't really, like I know that's something I need to work on, but you bringing it to the light doesn't really ignite anything in me and or it, change anything in me. Yeah, exactly. And it also goes, that I feel like the first thing that came to mind when you said that was willingness. Like with mm-hmm. self-awareness, like you have to be in a willingness to learn new things about yourself to change to grow to unlearn like it doesn't just stop by like acknowledging where the problem is it's about actively working to make those improvements not for other people per se but for yourself which will then translate to everyone you come in contact with not definitely because sometimes you know when there's things you know you need to change by yourself you be just trying to like Stay low key with it. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. I wish no one. I hope no one calls it out. Mm-hmm. And if and then you start you start tricking yourself too. Like, hmm, well, since no one calls it out, I know no one. That means no one must know this. And it's like, no. And then, when, but see, especially when you be trying to be like, like on the lowest stuff, like then you get even more mad when someone calls you out. Like, how That's dare fact. you call me? Yeah, how out? dare like, yeah. you know? Like it goes to a whole nother level. Like, bro, I just told you, can you take the trash out because you didn't do this for like the yeah, second you slide week the in a row? Right, I you slide the you last know? three and times. And it's like, like you already knew you that you intentionally, it. you intentionally mm-hmm. was like, I am gonna leave the house before you leave, so you gotta take it out type thing. You had that in your head. But the fact that that person called you out, you can be mad. Like, how? Yes, that's, that's not, not fair. And that's right. a yeah. slight manipulation of knowing what you know, what you're doing. And you're trying to use that as a way to, like, paint the other person as bad, which can be the case sometimes. But also, we all have our fault. And that's what the importance of unlearning these things. That's fact. You know, so if, if you're aware of things that you know you need to work on, take the time take the space take the room to really try to like figure out yeah how you're gonna work mm-hmm. on it because that's one of my I'm not gonna say like I can say that's one of my pet peeves when you're telling someone something or even me probably like my brother be telling me some stuff I'm like I know he's like okay you you say you know what are you doing and I'm like mm-hmm. you're getting me tight <laughs> but it's like that's <laughs> real man. like you say it's not enough to just be saying you know you know you know you know because it's like then why are we having these constant conversations, conversations again and again and again if you know, I would be expecting you to change that behavior, especially if I'm bringing it to you. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I feel like I've had conversations with other people, too. It's like, oh, I know that. Yeah, I know. I know. And it's like, uh, it's after a time, it's not enough just to understand and know the places where you're falling short. you got to start putting the work and you got to start making advancements and movements to really rectify that because it becomes like, so you just you just know you just don't care. You know what I'm saying? It's like a, what, it's it like comes like, a burden on other people around you who have to deal with son, it. And that'd be the worst. Like <laughs> I hate like I hate when people take a one man job or a one woman job or one person job and make it a multi person job. Cause yeah. I'd be looking like, son, why am I do like there's one thing assistance and another thing is help. Like you might need a little bit of assistance, but no, now you want me to help you out. Like, cause you want me to do everything mm-hmm. with you. And it's like, 
I did my part. Why am I now doing your part as well? Like, no, this is not a group assignment. Like, we all have our own specified part. Like, how did I get my part done? And how come you can't do your part? I'm sorry. I I just... (laughs) Clearly, oh, no, no, no. that's a. Elson's really feeling this. He done felt this is a fresh. <laughs> this is a fresh one that he is, you know, dealing with. So let's make sure we, we give him the space and grace to, you, you know, thank you, y'all. I navigate y'all. that. But on this, I wanted to ask you, and ask I wanted to ask you guys all as well. What is one thing that you're trying to currently unlearn? That's good. That's a. <laughs> He's so wrapped up in that. In that yeah, last yeah. conversation, you like, said, I wasn't ready for no other question. Like, I wasn't, <laughs> I was ready to go. Because if I didn't, if I didn't stop it there, y'all would it would have been on for another five minutes. He really would have right. had um, y'all tight yo, with him, had me tight too. So but. I think I'm just trying to unlearn. I guess the need to always be doing something. I'm trying to be more present, so that I can, like, just like. Worry about today, bro. Like, you don't have to think about the like thinking about the future is important, but just worry about what you got to get done for the day, and then focus on tomorrow. Tomorrow will be its own thing. So I really think to help me aid in stress and anxiety, I'm not trying to be so. I'm like a future oriented person. Today is a basic building mm. block for the future. So I have to like focus on today, and I don't need to focus on the rest of it because it'll just cause me like, undue stress. So that's one thing I'm gonna learn. It's like having to always be busy or always just worrying and always focus on something. Like, nah, bro, just focus on this. When this is done, focus on the next thing. Like, take. I'm learning how. To, I guess I'm unlearning mm-hmm. multitasking because <laughs> everyone's like, "You're not that good as you think you are." And I'm trying to do one thing at a time. Just focus on one. I thing. feel that. I feel that's a one that a lot of people probably can like agree to or like relate to. What about you? What about you? What about me? I want to say one thing that I'm unlearning is honestly I would say like like the need for like reassurance on a lot of stuff and I say this because I (laughs) took some photos the other like literally today and I like kept asking my friends like which one do you like which one do you guys like knowing (laughs) knowing which ones I already Mm -hmm. liked and it was just like I need you to tell me that the ones I liked, like I'm not crazy for liking them. And it's like, well, actually you were never crazy because your opinion or thoughts or views on it. It's all that really matters aside from God. So like, why are you seeking reassurance? Even like that little sense for other people to tell you that you're beautiful in that photo or, you know, this one could have been better or whatever. You know, like, why do I do that? I mean, and why do we do that? That also sets you up for in this, in a way, also like self sabotage, because you know sometimes, okay, you know mm-hmm. exactly what you you're fishing. Like again, like that kind of back. I'm fishing for compliment because I want to see oh, which ones are you gonna pick. So you feel validated when people pick the same ones that you're thinking. Like, oh, I was thinking that too, and it's like okay, mm-hmm. you know, go with that. But if they don't, and if you get an opinion that you don't necessarily like, and sometimes you know the, the human mind is so weird. Sometimes we mm-hmm. have ways of doing that. Like we'll go to someone who we know is like super critical of, of us just to like hear that critique just be like see i knew it i knew it wasn't mm-hmm. as good as i thought it was and have that kind of like mm-hmm. going on and just like not break us down because in some cases you know certain people are never going to see or agree with how you do but yet we still seek those people that's a great hmm, self-sabotage i think we should have a whole episode on that because 
Me and Elson. This, this has been a lot. For <laughs> that's you something that we bond over. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> nah, definitely like that has to be with the rejection. With it's just so much that goes But you know, also, I think, especially for the young creatives that are all listening right now, I think everyone can relate to that. When you're creative, it's so hard to put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. And that can be whatever, you know, people who are starting YouTube channels, people who are, you know, starting their, you know, music. Fashion you, trying to Just fashion, their own podcast. Like anything podcast. they're trying to do new <laughs> into the world is so hard because you're putting all of yourself in into something mm-hmm. and you're trying to find a way to be creative. And sometimes you want someone to see like, hey, it's going to work out. Mm-hmm. Oh, this, is, this is dope. This is amazing. Because sometimes you don't feel like just your thoughts about it are just enough. And, and even are. if sometimes you low key do like you know if you feel it, you like all right I know I know I'm I know I'm popping, but it's still sometimes not enough because exactly. you always need that like that cosine. Oh, cosine. Like, second, like second guessing cosine. yourself is so hard. Like I do that a lot. Like Ash knows. Like I'll send her my poems and she'll be like, I, "So what? When are you dropping it? Like, <laughs> what are you really asking for here?" And I'm like, "What are we doing here? Do you exactly. like it? Do you, what do you think?" <laughs> and it's like I had to stop doing that for myself because it undermines the integrity of your question because when, mm. when you ask people like what do you think then you don't really know what you think anymore exactly. and it's like no I want to solicit I'm going to solicit opinions when I really need them because you're going to be mad when you get that opinion that you didn't really need that you asked for when you never really wanted it but you can't get mad because you asked so it's like yo choose what you like and when you actually need someone's help choosing and picking then ask that also goes back like you know ask I'm mad and decisive so I'd be like what do you think and I'd be asking the whole my whole contact list what do you think what do you think I'd be getting responses and I'm like wait why did I do that because <laughs> I'm just I'm I'm further than when I were, where I was before so I think just coming for self-awareness is like having the confidence in yourself listening to you know your intuition mm-hmm. spirit whoever like whatever is forces guiding you mm-hmm. to determine like what is best for you and really be in tune with that uh, Elson said that eloquently <laughs> it's, I mean it's hard it's, man. it's, it's hard. a it's, journey it's not easy we are on a, a never ending journey of learning and unlearning we talked about that earlier but it, like really want to preface that like and just sit there for a moment like learning is hard unlearning is even harder to find the flaw in what you thought was r- the right way to go about living or doing things and mm-hmm being okay with trying to break that from who who's like what's been a part of you for a certain however long period of time definitely i mean you know even now we have conversations about like privilege and it's like to become aware that you have privilege that may be hard because you're like oh well all my life i did this and i never knew and it's like okay take a minute reflect on that collect yourself that's it that, that's that's nice but mm-hmm. you still have to be aware of like no one's blaming you for the privilege you had, but the awareness is to be like, okay, I did have this privilege. How did that aid in you know my life and maybe disadvantage other people? So it's definitely it's definitely like always like not to be taken necessarily personal, mm-hmm. but it's sometimes it's hard when you're learning things about you that you're like, oh wow, it's so we have a ability to tie things to our identity, characteristics of ourselves, the way we view ourselves, even the ego, that sense of like false self. We attach so many things to our identity. That if those things are really stripped away, who would you be without those? Who would like? Who would you be without the compliments, the likes, the retweets? Like, who would you be? 
And I feel like that's something that we all struggle with in this generation sometimes. It's like, mm-hmm. who am I outside of all of this? What legacy are you leaving? Yeah. So you gonna answer my question with a question? <laughs> yeah. You then you never said I couldn't do that. That's true. And it's hard. Like <laughs> legacy's important. But one thing that I heard and I think it was like I was watching I, so y'all gonna learn to learn this about me. I love artists, so my favorite artist are Tupac and Lauryn Hill and they've had like the biggest impact on he thinks how that those are his um, musical parents no, no 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 I don't think they are my, okay. they, those are my parents correct like. me okay <laughs> <laughs> Tupac is my definitely bad. my dad Lauryn Hill is my mom like I grew up on them I watched but from them it, I was just always so enamored by the way that they were able to do their music, but they were so brilliant in their interviews. So I've watched all their interviews, and I'm I'm a person who really likes interviews because I really like the like people behind the creative forces. And shout out to Chloe and Halle, like their album is actually fire. But one thing they said that Beyonce told them was that because she's their mentor, she told them, "Don't wait for the world to catch up to you. Mm. Like, like don't wait for the world. Like, like they're gonna they're gonna catch up to you at some point. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like don't mind. Don't them. stop doing what like you're that, supposed that, to be. Like yeah, what your purpose that goes is. with legacy. Ooh. Yeah. But you know they you know they say too. Like when you're running a race, you're not supposed to look to the sides of you because that slows mm-hmm. you down because you can't. You're not focused on where you're going. Like when you're running a race, you're supposed to put your head down, and just keep running, mm-hmm. running until you get until you get to the finish line. So it's like, yo, don't be so concerned with what other people are doing, thinking what the media is doing. It. Like, yeah, focus on you. your purpose and making sure you're doing it. Cause when you get there, you're gonna look back around like, oh, so like whatever idea you got that's that you think is wild off the off the wall, mm-hmm. do that. Like whatever you got that's really in you that you can't put down that you really feel like you cannot let go of it. It's just like I right, bet if you don't if you wouldn't do this, you're not gonna really fulf- like fulfill your purpose or be happy. Do that. Even if it's not, even if you feel like there's no space in the exactly. world for and it, and even if you don't, especially have to the, the creators, I'm talking to the creators right now. The support of other Yo, people, precisely. you have to. It's imperative to do things for you, and when you are doing it with the right intentions and you're being authentic to who you are called to be, everything else will fall into place in the right time. But it all, all it takes is for you to take that step. You know, like. And the right people. Wait, wait, you about, wait, hold on. We about, about to start preaching. We about to start preaching. I'm gonna tell you why. Let me let me tell you why you about to start preaching. All right, because when Jesus was in that, you know what I'm saying. When he told Peter to get out the boat uh-huh. and take that step, what I always think about is like you know the water. Mm-hmm. That's the current, but he was above the mm-hmm. current walking. So it's like if you stay above the current. You won't get overtaken and by it's it. crazy. So you can't get overtaken by what's in the mainstream. Exactly. You gotta walk on top of the you gotta walk on top of the current and do what and God's just know. calling you to do. It's a purpose and, just and know keep your eyes on him. That your Because when path. Peter looked Peter looked down, because when Peter looked down, that's when he lost it. So he's like, I'm telling you, like, keep your eyes fixed on what you need to be. Cause when you look elsewhere and you look not where you're supposed to, that's when that's when the problems that's happen. That's when the shaking happens. Focus on what God has for you. Exactly. And you get over overtaken by by the current and you get by overtaken doubt, by what's popular right now by the comparison mm-hmm. your race is Forget your all race that. by the no winds and all the, by the winds and everything around you intended to win your race besides you and all you got to do is put one foot in front of the other and everything will fall into place that's listen 
we're preaching, so we're, we're gonna, gonna stop. we're gonna take, we're gonna you know stop. what I'm saying? We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna come down from the pulpit. <laughs> and we're gonna, <laughs> and you know, I think that was a good way to just wrap this episode or wrap this segment is just letting oh, you know yeah. that you are worthy, you're per- you have a purpose, you know, whatever that mm-hmm. is, whatever that looks like for you is just as beautiful, just as powerful, just as important, and for you to run your race. At the end of the day, go with the strength you have, which Elson says is my phrase um, that I learned. She wants to get it tied. I am, you know, add to my collection, because right now I have no weapon formed against thee shall prosper, which has gotten me through a lot of stuff. Um, but yes, go with the strength you have. Go with what's right in front of you. I know it's so easy to get wrapped up in what, you know, everyone else has and all the things that they God bless them with but it's like you have more than enough and as long as you are self-aware and self-intuned with you know your race you good honey you good and we here to support you <laughs> um, um <laughs> and listen so I guess to, you know to kind of wrap it up we want you everyone listening practice your self-awareness but within that Make sure that you're always handling yourself with patience, kindness, and grace. Oh, yes. I love grace. So, I think grace is my word for 2020. Have grace. <laughs> Give me some grace. Well, courage, is, courage is mine. Courage is Ooh. mine. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. We got, you, we got courage, ours. What is yours? Have grace. Ooh. Ooh. This is a good episode. I Ooh. mean, we're not done yet because we got to get to our music culture Ooh. segment. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so it's funny, right, that I give the whole music segment to Pop Smoke, right? Yeah. Uh, he put it on from Brooklyn. What more can I say? So without further ado, we're gonna just hop right into this album. First off, Dream Until It Goes Diamond, Drew Heard. So my picks, 44 Bulldog. And this is from the first listen. Don't come for me. It was 44 Bulldog. I like gangsters. I like creature. Make it rain, of course. The woo. So the woo, it gave me the vibe. Like I'm in a villa somewhere, you know, my like, waistline. Get crazy, and I'm trying to put it on a playlist. Living with, your um, best life. Controller and wild thoughts, and it's just like, oh, let me saw. You know what I'm saying? Like a whole okay, little island hey. vibe. Like you know what I'm saying? So it, it gives me that kind of got that good vibe. <laughs> that definitely could be a summer banger. Uh, Something special. Then let me see what else. Something special, of course. So good. Then, if you like so into you, then you really fit in the fuck with this song. I highly fuck with this song. That's facts. So yeah, shout out Pop Smoke, bro. It's just like I understand why he's so important to the world, but y'all gotta understand like why he's important to Brooklyn. Like he's put it on for Brooklyn. Like he put it on for New York, but it's like he comes. Like you know what I'm saying? He's from Brooklyn. We haven't heard that Brooklyn sound in a long time. A person that when you think of like a rapper, you're like okay, I know that's a New York sound. Of course, we have, you know how Bobby and we had Young Ma, but it's like this is something different. And then for the kids to see him. It's like, ah, you could really be something. Like, you could have the world on your name. You can come from anywhere. The Flossy, you know what I'm saying? Best Eye, Crown Heights, East New York. You can come from anywhere and, and achieve your wildest dreams. So, Pop was, you know, more than just, just a rapper. It was re- He was really an inspiration to, to all of Brooklyn. So, mm-hmm. shout out to him. Shout out to Rest him. Peace. Shout out to his family. Sending love. Yeah, always. shout out to the love that's always been given. Is that all for your segment today, sir? And that's it. That's it, man. That's it. You know what time it is? It's now time for Ashley's time. Well, Ashley and Elston, because 
but mostly me no i don't really have a section guys should i have a section i think i should have my own section um but we're gonna jump into (laughs) black business of the week or businesses of the week put them on so this week i wanted to highlight a black owned skincare brand which is called Mary Louise Cosmetics. And it is ran by a young lady named Akila. And it's based out of LA. And it is all vegan and all cruelty-free skincare products. And I literally just had to do pre-order for their body butter and their charcoal soap because they are, she is all out of stock and they are all out of stock. So I mean, that's a good sign that we are supporting black businesses. But yes, she makes everything all natural. So definitely check her out. We'll have her featured on our page. Elston, do you have anyone you would like to shout out? All right. So this week, I'm going to put a little spotlight on Funktastic Sense. You can follow them on Instagram at Funktastic Sense. Um, It's ran by a young lady named Maisha. And it says more than a hand poured product. It's an experience. And I can really attest to that. So they make soy candles, shea butters, and home enhancers. I personally got the shea butter. So <laughs> I can't remember if it was dynamite or balls. It was one of the two scents. But let me just say something like, all right, not not when I go to other people's houses, right? Because that's just weird. But when I'm at my, in my own house, at my own crib, I'm going to sleep naked. Sorry, mom. I know you listen to the podcast, but <laughs> that's just what it is, right? So I hop out the shower. I put the shea butter on. I'm like, okay, go to sleep. I wake up in the morning, I'm like, something smells good. Oh, wow, it's me. Like, I'm just like, yo, it was on, like, low-key, like, not even on some, like, weird type, you know what I'm saying? It was like, the scent had then been attached to the sheets. It was, like, on the clothes I was wearing. I'm like, whoa, this smells really good. Like, it's, so if you're looking for a long-lasting, long-standing, enduring, a long-suffering scent, cop that, because it was everything i needed and more <laughs> look any other brand that needs any pr through elston to paint vivid images will definitely contact him because he is your guy for the job just just make but sure continue. your make sure your product work because i'm telling the truth for this one okay yes. i don't make up stories like i'm gonna just tell you what the product does that's it when did you so. first try the product um <laughs> sometime in fall like when i was home i tried the product in fall i actually met her at culture con and we were talking, well, I know her from before, but mm. we met at CultureCon talking, and I got some of the, like, the fragrances, and it was really dope. Um, she's been out in London, she'd be doing her thing, she'd be selling in Dubai and all the rest of it, so she she's out here. I support. And these are two businesses, like, you can definitely, since it's not food, you can definitely order online, and definitely support them online. Yeah. Where, wherever you're at, because they can do shipments, yes. however. Yes, we gotta, you know, continue this support of black businesses, because we are incredible we honestly rule the retail and consumer industry so we might as well pour into our own so that we can continue to generate generational wealth um and success amongst our people Mm -hmm. and when they win we win yes elson say that again for the people in the back (laughs) (laughs) do i really have to repeat it i'll say it y'all can just just rewind i'm just kidding go ahead (laughs) shit i forgot what you said (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when they win, we win. Yes, sorry, sorry. Look, my bad, my nah, bad. You're, you're good, you're good. But we want to thank y'all for rocking with us. And yes, thank you, know. you. And 
this honestly is our third episode and we actually only have three more to go y'all and it feels so crazy it's so crazy it feels like yesterday we were just starting this technically it's been several months in the making but we have really just been finding our joy our happiness and fulfillment in doing this not only for ourselves but for y'all so you know stay tuned for these next three episodes season two we're already thinking about it it's gonna be crazy oh it's gonna be yo season two first was gonna be <laughs> wild the season finale is gonna be yeah wild. Like, you know the rest of the podcast is gonna be <sighs> let's not even talk about Look, it like, just be does, ready does tsunami tell you before it comes <laughs> no it just comes right <laughs> it just take over so just be ready like be ready so you don't gotta get ready but you still not gonna be okay. ready okay that, that's facts <laughs> but um thank y'all for listening yeah. we appreciate y'all we love y'all now and forever now and always yes peace out y'all all right peace y'all